Ah. So another year has passed by and we have entered into a year year with new hopes and new aspirations. Every individual you meet looks at you with that renewed hope which kind of tells you that he slash she is looking forward to something. Then amongst these you also also find the individuals who give you the picture that so what's the difference, days and years are passing but we are facing the same misery, why am I even existing when I feel unwanted? Yesterday was one such day in my outpatient department where I happened to meet six couples who were getting treated for infertility, a problem in which the couple is unable to have children due to various reasons. While four of them were my old patients who has come for following up on the treatment which was already going on, two of the couples were new. There came searching for new hopes and new aspirations this new year. Both these couples happened to be well-educated, had got almost all these tests from outside. This is a big thing for me as it makes my work much easier, usually the couples either go to a quack or random doctor who prescribes them unwanted tests, they lose a lot of money in this process and end up with almost no results, time keeps going on and in the end they just feel miserable thinking that they are just not enough, they start feeling like a burden on the family and the society they are living in. A majority of them are not very educated to follow the treatment that is prescribed to them or the reason the treatment is provided to them. It may be now evident the stark contrast when I mentioned that these two couples were educated as they understood all the tests that were done till date and also were aware why they underwent the evaluations in the first place. Yet there was still one similarity in all these couples and that was the feeling that they just were not enough all the pursuit of understanding the evaluation etc was to prove one thing and that was the test proof that we as an individual or a couple are fine, it's just that God has decided not to bless us or there is some religious backlog, in this part of the world that I live they still believe in karma that it's some sin that they committed which has put them into a situation like this, we are facing which doesn't let us have a child. So, basically all this effort is to still prove who is right and, and who is wrong and in this case it's God versus man. When do we feel we have enough? Is it enough for an individual to have a child or to have these number of children or to have these kind of children or this timing of having a child or a having a child who is perfect? The pursuit of enough flies in the face of the pursuit of everything. Having a good grasp on enough means you don't have to get everything, and you certainly don't have to be everything. You are enough does not mean that you are self-sufficient. It doesn't mean that you don't need anyone or anything else. It means you understand how much you do need, how small you are in this great grand universe, and that you don't have to be even one inch bigger than that. Suffering in any form is universal. All creation suffers in one way or the other. And in our interconnected world, we know about suffering all over the world. If we have compassion for those we see, we suffer with them. As a person suggesting treatment for these couples I do relate to this and I feel miserable at times when such individuals break down in front of me trying to tell me that I don't understand their problems. In the pursuit of proving one is enough they end up making simple daily enjoyable things in life like being with one's partners or sharing or relating things to each other in terms have a normal physical or emotional intimacy, everything becomes a procedure. They lose the purpose as to why God actually intended to put the two individuals together. If being enough means being perfect, and in this particular case having children, then you are enough is just another reason to hide your true self. You hear that kind of you are enough, and you think, well, I know I'm not perfect, so either I'm not enough, or I have to hide who I really am. No. When we suffer we can either strengthen or damage character. Our character may never be the same again. The result depends on our response. Some people grow bitter in suffering. Others, with the power of the understanding why Lord brings suffering, grow stronger. Suffering gives us an opportunity to show others faith, endurance, 
and God's work in our lives. You are enough absolutely does not mean that you never need help. When you know you are enough, it's easier to ask for help. It's easier to admit your weaknesses. You know that your imperfections and your difficulties don't reflect on your worth, because you are already enough, just as you are. You are enough means that you were made to be you, as you are, on purpose. So, how do I go about it? This question is to the ones who have approached me for a treatment and to me as a provider of that treatment. Believing and suggesting what faith is, which for some people may be forsaking our homes and careers, working hard, going and attending all religious meeting etc. But do these things mean that we have true faith in God? If so, when we experience disasters in this case not able to have a child month after month, or having some new illness, finding out that these is some blockage in treatment, or something goes wrong with our families, some other person in the family falls ill, how can we become weak and negative, and misunderstand and blame God, and some even become discouraged and disappointed in God and leave Him? Enthusiastically working and expending, suffering, and paying the price for God doesn't mean we have true faith in God. So then, what is faith after all? Faith is the genuine belief and the sincere heart that humans should possess when they cannot see or touch something, when God's work does not align with human notions, when it is beyond human reach. This is the faith that I speak of. People are in need of faith during times of hardship and refinement, and faith is something that is followed by refinement, refinement and faith cannot be separated. No matter how God works, and no matter your environment, you are able to pursue life and seek the truth, and seek knowledge of God's work, and have an understanding of His actions, and you are able to act according to the truth. You can only have true faith in God if you are able to persist in pursuing the truth through refinement, if you are able to truly love God and do not develop doubts about Him, if no matter what He does you still practice the truth to satisfy Him, and if you are able to seek in the depths for His will and be considerate of His will. No matter what God does, you must submit to His design and be prepared to question your own flesh rather than make complaints against Him. When you are faced with trials, you must satisfy God, though you may weep bitterly or feel reluctant to part with some beloved object, not having the pleasure of having a child in this case. Only this is true love and faith. It is no mistake that you are this person, in this place, at this time. You are enough as you are, mess and all, beautiful and broken, showing up for your life every day. That's all you have to be and all you have to do. You're already enough. You are enough means you can grow and change and continue to become, because you aren't trying to prove yourself. Encountering hardships and refinements, if we didn't lose faith in God or speak sinfully, but seek God's will and prefer to suffer in the flesh to maintain His faith in, devotion to and obedience to God. We humiliate that devil and bear resounding and beautiful witness for God. This is what true faith means. And the day we understand this we accept everything the world throws at us and we elevate ourselves beyond the question of am I enough? Well, if God made me like this I guess I am enough.